Hello, this is Angie Meadows. This is the Rocker Recovery. We're coming to you from Expression Studio in Huntington, West Virginia. We're glad to have you for this radio show. Also be aired on my podcast called Rocker Recovery. You can find the PDF on enablersjourney.com. And this is our seven pillars of wisdom study. We've been doing this study for several weeks. Wisdom is the roof to our house. It's the covering of our house. The fear of the Lord is the foundation. And we found seven possible pillars. Understanding, discernment, truth, righteousness, knowledge, instruction, and finally prudence. Now you may find other pillars to build your house on too, like gentleness or kindness or love, faithfulness. All of the character traits are wonderful pillars to establish a firm foundation for our life. Now, I came up with this study when I was reading through Proverbs one day, and I found Proverbs 9.1. Wisdom has built her house. She has hewn out her seven pillars. And then I studied for two years until I found what I felt like might be seven pillars. And that is how this study came about. The definition of prudence is the ability to govern and discipline oneself by the use of reason. The first verse we'll be looking at is Proverbs 8:12, Who are prudence's best friends? I, wisdom, dwell together with prudence. I possess knowledge and discretion. So who is prudence's best friends? Wisdom, knowledge, and discretion. The second verse we will look at is Proverbs twelve sixteen. I want you to contrast the difference between a fool and a prudent person. A fool shows his annoyance at once, but a prudent man overlooks an insult. So let's contrast the difference. A fool will show his annoyance. In another version, it calls it his wrath or his anger. The prudent will overlook an insult. They will cover what is shameful. Number three, Proverbs 12, 23. Contrast the difference between a fool and the prudent. 12, 23. A prudent man keeps his knowledge to himself, but the heart of fools blurts out folly. Do you see the difference? A fool will blurt out his folly. He will act foolishly. A prudent man will restrain his speech. He will keep knowledge to himself. When you're working with children, you can discuss with them and train them the difference between being silly and having fun and foolishness. And when all the children are having fun, then they're just being silly and having fun. But whenever one child starts to dominate and starts to get louder and more aggressive, then you can teach them, oh, now wait a minute, you just moved from having fun and being silly into foolishness. And children will usually respond very quickly to that. They do not want to be a fool. They want to have fun and enjoy themselves, but they don't want to be over the top. But they may not know unless we train them. So that's another opportunity to train children. Number four, Proverbs 13, 
16. Contrast for me again the difference between a fool and the prudent. Every prudent man acts out of knowledge, but a fool exposes his folly. Folly would be considered absurdity, foolery, insanity, lunacy, or stupidity, craziness, senselessness. This is where I also teach a child to have self-control over his mouth and over what he says. A lot of children around the age of three, four, five, maybe even six or seven, if they have not been trained, they will just be making noise with their mouth. They'll be making nonsense noise. So when I train a child, I train him what good noise is and just nonsense, rambling, irritating, annoying noise is. And so if there is something your child is doing that is annoying you, then pray about it. Find a scripture on it and ask the Lord to help you train that child. Number five, Proverbs 14, 8. Again, contrast the fool and the prudent. The wisdom of the prudent is to give thought to their ways, but the folly of fools is deception. So the fool is folly and deception, which is deceit or lying, and the prudent acts out of knowledge. Number six, Proverbs 14:15 contrast simple and prudent. A simple man believes anything, but a prudent man gives thought to his steps. So do you think before you speak, and do you consider how your actions will affect other people? So a simple man, he just believes anything, and he just follows a crowd. A prudent man will give thought to each step he takes. He will not be a follower, nor will he depend upon peer pressure. But his confidence will be in the Lord and in doing what is right. Proverbs fourteen eighteen contrasts the simple and the prudent. The simple inherit folly, but the prudent are crowned with knowledge. So the outcome of the simple is folly. The outcome of the prudent is a crown of knowledge. A crown would be like receiving honor. Number eight, contrast the difference between the foolish and the prudent. A fool spurns his father's discipline, but whoever heeds correction shows prudence. So a foolish child will spurn discipline or authority. A prudent person will accept correction. So a foolish person would speak foolishly about their authority. They would speak in negative terms about their parents, about their teachers, about police officers, about their boss. But a wise son or a prudent son will gladly accept correction and then change their ways. A good question here to ask myself is, can I receive correction without getting upset? And I know there was a day that I could not. Correction seemed like a personal attack. And now correction seems like a nice hug. Seems like someone's trying to help me. So I frequently tell people, now 
give me instructions, give me details, tell me what I'm doing wrong, tell me how I could do it better, and then I'm always learning. Number nine, Proverbs 16, 21. What is the wise in heart called, and how should we give instructions? The wise in heart are called discerning or prudent, and pleasant words promote instruction. So the discerning is a prudent person, and a prudent person is considered to be wise in their heart. Now, how should we give instructions? Well, it says in the King James, it says, And the sweetness of the lips increases learning. So when I'm giving instructions to a child, if my lips are not being sweet, then it's more difficult for them to learn from me, if at all. Frequently, whenever you're terse or harsh with a child, or even another adult, they reject what you're saying, even if it is good instructions. Number 10, Proverbs 18, 15. Who acquires knowledge? The heart of the discerning acquires knowledge. The ears of the wise seek it out. So number 10, the answer is the discerning and prudent person will acquire knowledge. A prudent person will listen for knowledge. So as you go about your day, listen carefully for correction, for instructions, for knowledge. Number 11, Proverbs 19, 14. Who gives you a prudent mate? Houses and wealth are inherited from parents, but a prudent wife is from the Lord. So the Lord gives you a prudent wife or a prudent mate in your life. Number 12, Proverbs 22, 3. Contrast prudent and simple. A prudent man sees danger and takes refuge, but the simple keep going and suffer for it. The King's James says, A prudent man foresees evil and hides himself. I like to think of that a lot. I like to think about what things should I hide myself from. Otherwise, I get entangled in things that are none of my business. So the prudent will hide themselves. They'll see danger and they'll hide. But a simple person, he's not even going to recognize there's danger. He's going to keep going and he's going to suffer for it. Number 13, Isaiah 5, 20 through 23. I want you to outline the 12 woes of those with false prudence. Woe to those who call evil good and good evil, who put darkness for light and light for darkness, who put bitter for sweet and sweet for bitter. Woe to those who are wise in their own eyes and clever in their own sight. Woe to those who are heroes at drinking wine and champions at mixing drinks who acquit the guilty for a bribe and deny justice to the innocent. So let's review those 12. They call evil good, good evil. They put darkness for light. They put light for darkness. Bitter is called sweet and sweet is called bitter. They're wise in their own eyes. They're clever or prudent in their own eyes. They are heroes at drinking wine and champions at drinking strong drink. 
they acquit or declare innocent the guilty for a bribe, and they deny justice for the innocent. Our nation is experiencing quite a bit of false prudence. Number 14, Hosea 14.9 The discerning or prudent understand what? Who is wise? He will realize these things. Who is discerning? He will understand them. The ways of the Lord are right. The righteous walk in them, but the rebellious stumble in them. So the prudent will understand the ways of the Lord are right. He will walk in righteousness, but those who are rebellious will stumble. So what will the rebellious do with God's ways? Well, they will stumble over them. To stumble means that they will fall away from God's ways. Number 15, Amos 5.13 Sometimes a good man is to speak up, but when times are really evil, what does a prudent man do? Therefore the prudent man keeps quiet in such times, for the times are evil. So a prudent man will keep quiet when the times are very evil. We're almost finished. Ephesians 1.8 What is our spiritual blessing in Christ? That he lavish on us with all wisdom and understanding. So our spiritual blessing is to be wisdom and understanding. Number 17, Ephesians 1.9 What does this blessing make known to us? And he made known to us the mystery of his will according to his good pleasure, which he purposed in Christ. So the Lord makes known to us the mystery of his will. And in verse 1-7 of Ephesians, what prepares us to know this mystery? Let's see if we can find the secret there. In him we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins, in accordance with with the riches of God's grace. I see three things in that verse that prepares us to know the mystery of the will of God. The first thing is redemption through the blood of Christ. The second is forgiveness of sins. And the third is riches of God's grace. Now let me ask you some review questions. Number one, who are Prudence's best friends? Number two, what is folly? Number three, tell me something that fools do. Number four, tell me something that the prudent do. Number five, how would you recognize someone with false prudence? Number six, what prepares me to receive the mystery of God's will? Now let me pray for you. Dear Heavenly Father, we come before you we understand without your blessing of wisdom that we will be fools. Please open our eyes of understanding and discernment that we may possess prudence. Let prudence help govern and discipline ourselves in righteousness from the word of God. Help us to remember that when we are instructing or teaching to do so with gentleness and kindness so others may receive direction from us, let light pierce the darkness that we may see those with fake prudence, that we may not be led astray, 
Let no simpleton, no foolish peer, or any rebel gain access to our heart or mind. May we be steadfast on your path and never be led astray. In Jesus' name I pray. Now let's look at our outline. Fools show annoyance or anger. They blurt out foolishness. They expose folly. They are deceitful and they spurn or refuse discipline and authority. The simple believe anything. They inherit folly. They keep going when they see danger and they suffer for it. But let's see what the prudent looks like. The prudent hangs out with wisdom, knowledge, and discretion. He overlooks an insult. He restrains his speech. He acts out of knowledge. He gives thoughts to his steps. He's crowned with knowledge. He accepts correction. He uses pleasant words. He sees danger and he hides himself from it. He will understand the ways of the Lord and he will walk in God's ways. He will keep quiet when he needs to. He knows the mystery of God's will. He receives redemption and forgiveness through the blood of Christ. He inherits the riches of God's grace. Now let's look at the false prudence. They call evil good and good evil. They put darkness for light and light for darkness. They say that the bitter is sweet and the sweet is bitter. They are wise in their own eyes. They're prudent or clever in their own eyes. They are heroes at drinking wine and champions at drinking strong drink. They acquit or declare innocent the guilty for a bribe, and they deny justice for the innocent. So here's a memory verse for you. Proverbs 8:12. I, wisdom, dwell together with prudence. I possess knowledge and discretion. My website is angiegmeadows.com. The PDFs will be available until the book is compiled for you to download for free. And then the MP3s will be on the, on the site for you to listen to anytime. If you download these PDFs and teach them for your Sunday school class, be sure to have the outline at the end situated on a board, some sort of chalkboard or, or dry erase board. Make the titles Full, Simple, Prudent, and False Prudence. And then as you're going through the lesson, guide the people to pull out the topics that's in this outline and put it underneath a list. That way they can see for themselves what prudence looks like, what false prudence looks like, what fools look like, and what simple people look like. And that way the Holy Spirit can work on their heart as they have their hands in the Word of God. And this is The Rocky Recovery. This is Angie Meadows. I hope you enjoyed this lesson today. If you want to hear it again, you can listen to it on Rocky Recovery Podcast, on Podbean, Spotify, iTunes, and Pandora. And our website is enablersjourney.com. We'll see you later.